Hello there. Sibling relationship. That's my topic. Sibling relationships predict youth outcomes above and beyond the influence of parent and peers. Did you know that? You come from a sibling relationship? You probably do. You're probably a sibling and you probably have produced siblings. Eight out of ten children in the United States grow up with a sibling. Eight out of ten. That's more than the number of kids who grow up living with a father. So let's take a look at some of the um, recent research in the area of sibling relationship. And um, I go to a, an article and several papers that have been written by psychologists from various universities. And interestingly, all the universities that uh, are studying this particular issue come from the Midwest, in that Midwestern part of the United States. Kind of a family-oriented area of our world, of our country. Not surprisingly, kind of from Pennsylvania, Michigan, Ohio, Idaho, Utah, and that whole area of the Midwest. Children spend more out-of-school time with their siblings than anyone else, including parents and friends. And over a lifetime, siblings are more, more often the people with whom an individual will ultimately share the most years. So you see, siblings really kind of become part of our life, become part of our current life, become part of our future life. They really indwell within us. That relationship indwells within within us. Siblings are the most long-lasting relationship that a child has, from early childhood through old age. This means that a sibling can understand us in ways that other people can't, because of that long-lasting, that long-term relationship. Further, brothers and sisters affect each other directly as well as indirectly, said uh, Dr. Whiteman from the Utah State University. Sean says this, siblings support and learn from one another. On the other hand, they compete for parental attention and can introduce one another to risky behaviors, which might include things like substance abuse and early sexual activity. Sibling relationships have the ability to uniquely shape a child's behavior, a child's adjustment, a child's well-being, for better or for worse. In other words, our behavior patterns, good or bad, are more likely to come from our sibling relationships, or certainly a profound portion of it of our behavior comes from sibling relationships. So siblings get in our skin, so to speak. They get in our, our behavioral patterns. They get into our reinforcement patterns of behavior. They reinforce certain behaviors. They introduce certain behavior patterns. They strengthen certain behavior patterns. They encourage certain behavior patterns. They give blessings to certain behavior patterns. They agree with certain behavior patterns. They exhibit certain behavior patterns. They promote certain behavior patterns. Sibling relationships are profound. Well into adulthood, siblings keep influencing one another's mental health as well as their well-being. Research shows that siblings that fight, that have kind of fraught relationship, are associated with a host of negative outcome in adulthood, including things like depression and substance abuse. So while siblings have a profound influence in our life, if that influence is conflictual, if that influence is aggressive, if that influence is marked with a great deal of conflict, it's likely, more than likely, that negative outcome will come upon those children in adulthood, depression and substance abuse being one example, two examples. However, it should be noted that sibling relationships are rarely clear-cut. That makes them kind of tricky to really understand and navigate. We often find that siblings who have intense conflict are also intensely loyal and loving to one another. And that's the 
paradox of family life and sibling relationship. They have this profound effect upon each other, good or bad, more influence if there is conflict. Still, siblings tend to love each other and are intensely loyal to each other in spite of the history and the growing up pattern of conflict. That's the paradox of it, so to speak. So despite the complexity of sibling relationships, psychologists are fleshing out ways in which childhood relationships of, sibl of siblings really matter. Sibling conflict, however, can be a stressful time for all families. We know that. And many contribute to depression and loneliness among adults. Unfortunately, that is a pattern in too many families to have that stressful, conflictual pattern of relationship. And it contributes to depression. And it contributes to loneliness. And it contributes to the perpetuation of conflict among siblings as they become adults. Fortunately, the research is also pointing towards ways in which siblings help each other and get along with each other in spite of the fact that they have this history of conflict. So siblings have this kind of a mixed message, this, this dual profile, so to speak, the good and the bad, the conflict and the lack of conflict, and the fact that conflict sometimes leads to even improved relationships among siblings, but it can also contribute to the destruction of the relationship among siblings. So across lifespan, siblings have this type of profound impact upon each other, influence upon each other. Siblings are important teachers, as we kind of know. They model how to behave in the home and in the world and can offer practical advice everything from math homework to how to date and how to handle the breakup of a relationship. In other words, siblings are teachers. They've gone through life experiences and they teach the younger ones coming through. They have friends that have gone through certain experiences and they've learned from that and then they share that with their own siblings. So siblings have a better sense of what is being experienced within the peer world, within the peer relationships, than even the parents, because the siblings live in that relationship and live in that world where these kind of relationship patterns and conflict and breakups happen. And they see it differently than the way parents see it who are not in that particular pattern of life. So no one else will know what it's like growing up. Even your parents in your house, it's being understood. Sibling relationships and sibling communication patterns and the understanding that takes place between siblings, sometimes in a, a subtle form, an unconscious form almost, is incredibly powerful. So siblings provide warmth and support. They provide interactional patterns. They provide learning patterns. They provide support patterns. They supply encouragement patterns. They supply new knowledge. They supply understanding. They, they supply perspective. On and on it can go. Sibling relationships are profound profoundly important in our life. But you know, we can learn a lot of bad habits from our brothers and our sisters. Siblings can shape risky behavior during adolescence, and that can go on into life, into adulthood. Older siblings often introduce younger siblings to alcohol, directly providing it, or by drinking in front of them and showing how to do it, and encouraging it. Older siblings influence younger siblings in how they use alcohol, when to use alcohol, what alcohol to use, and what you can expect from the use of alcohol and from drinking. That's been found in much research in the area of addiction in adolescence. You know, sibling conflict can also lead to negative consequences. Minor squabbles can help children learn how to solve problems and navigate conflict. High levels of conflict, on the other hand, and aggressive behavior between siblings can have lasting effects upon the mental health and social adjustment of those, of those siblings, depression being one anger being another. 
In a longitudinal study of the uh, of adolescents, uh, Dr. McHale uh, and his colleagues uh, studied simbly, uh, studied siblings uh, regarding aggression and non-aggressive behavior, such as excluding each other, belittling each other. They found that sibling relationships promote aggression, are become associated with depression, low self-esteem, and participation in risky behaviors. So sibling relationships that are associated with aggression are not favorable going forward. Now that differs to some degree when that takes place, young kids, you know, mid-aged kids, you know, and so on. But it's not a favorable outcome, generally. Okay? It, has a, it has its price. All told, sibling interaction and relationships deserve much more attention from parents, teachers, from mental health professionals, from researchers, from pastors, youth leaders, and so on. We need to pay attention to sibling relationships, not just the siblings as individuals, which we often do, but the relationship between the siblings, whether it's girl-girl or boy-girl or however it is, it needs to be attended, it needs to be focused on, it needs to be studied, it needs to be considered, it needs to be discussed, it needs to be brought up, it needs to be talked within the family around the kitchen table. What is the relationship? What's going on in the relationship? What's stopping the relationship from being healthy? What's promoting unhealthy relationships among the siblings? How can it be improved? How can we enhance family life through sibling relationship? What can one sibling do? What can the other sibling do? How can we work together? How, what can parents do? On and on, that kind of discussion. What we know is that sibling relationships are profoundly important. They can influence excellent, good, positive behavior, but they can also influence some negative behavior as well, unfortunately, risky behavior. But what's important is that a family use sibling relationships for the good, for the positive, by talking about it and studying it and be keeping an eye on it and being aware of it and not letting it disintegrate into anger and disintegrate into aggression or into hostility of some kind, which eventually will show itself in profound depression and conflict in later life. So here's what I said in the beginning. Sibling relationships predict youth outcomes above and beyond the influence of parents and peers. Okay, that's part one. We're going to come to part two next as we talk about sibling relationships. But kind of pick this one up and think about your own relationship as a sibling. What was your relationship as siblings? And what are you doing as a parent now in the relationships among the siblings within your home? That's the deal. Nice to talk to you. Uh, go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Great book there, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. So, there's another book I wrote, too. Second book, Better Parenting. Better Parenting. So, both of those would be very important. If you are in a family situation that has either conflict or you have young children and you want to make sure you have a good family history that you're developing and a good family relationship in front of you. So, www.booksbyhedberg.com it's on Amazon you can pick up my website there you can pick it up on Barnes & Noble or just call my office 559-244-3260 bye for now mm -hmm.